Okay, kids, let's go. Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking about someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Good day, Galaxy Rogue Squadron Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I'm trying to blend in. My name is Mopar. I am Commander Cody. With me today is Cy Snoodles. She's over here. And I got the I got the turtles. The turtles. Cy, tell me about your fantastic career as a singer in Java's Palace. Well, <laughs> it all started when I was just a little snoot. I was trying to sing and then Java killed that Twi'lek. I don't know what's going on. No. Uh anyways, Jabba. sorry. If you're not if you're listening, you have no idea what we're talking about. But once again, this is an encouragement for you to go and Check out the uh, the live streams that we do. Check us out on YouTube. Check us out on Facebook. And you can watch live and you can talk to us about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You always turn the music off. I, um, I, was listening. It, I would love to have it in the feed, uh, but oh, it's too much. kind of like gets warbled when we talk. So it's like more distracting than anything. So I gotcha. I I'm muted that shit down. It's in the final once we post it. So, you know. Oh, sure. Oh, okay. You guys are jamming right now as we speak. Who's your favorite uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? I feel like there's an <coughs> obvious choice, but uh, there, there's a good blend of uh, turtles. Which one's your favorite? Um, yeah, I feel like it's a cop-out to say Mikey, but it always has been Mikey. He's the goofy one. He's irreverent. You know, I... Uh, he eats more yeah, pizza. Yeah, because he was the funny one. Yeah. Yeah. If you put anchovies on... And, yeah, exactly. Uh, but to be honest, I think if I had to pick one, I always liked Donatello. I like the, yeah. the the bow. I just liked his bow staff. Bow staff thing. is cool, yeah, and he's like the tech nerdy guy. Yeah, I actually did that with the Power Rangers too. I I actually liked Billy a lot with the Power <laughs> Rangers because he was just he was like a nerdy white dude. Like I was just like, yeah, I mean, I guess like I like Star Wars, so let's go go Billy, go beat him up. Where does Star Wars come into play with Billy? Oh yeah, which one? You said I like Star Wars, so I'm voting for Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, Billy Blue, baby. I uh, um, I did also like Billy, and it had nothing to do with the show, and it had everything to do with the game because he had a double sided bow staff oh. axe in the Super Nintendo game, and there was a special move you could do where you would just like flip the axe like twenty times. It would do a bunch mm-hmm. of extra damage. So I actually yeah, I was it, blue in the game. If we're basing it directly off the show and the movie, I always like Zach because yeah. I always liked his uh, Zordon or his uh, Zord. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. The original Zords were the best. You know, I was doing uh, some quick unknowingly research on the turtles when I was looking for my background here. <laughs> um, and a, a Google suggested question popped up and it said, which turtle died? And I was like, what? <laughs> in within, what? In what? When? What? And high exactly. And why and how. So I, I had to click on it. Spoiler alert. This is, it's only... 30 years old. Um, but I guess in the original comics, they killed off Donatello. Really? That's, I thought that was fucking brutal. That's high stakes. So that really, that, 
really makes me want to go back and buy the the omnibus of of the whichever's. Yeah. What's an omnibus? I'm gonna make some noise here for a half second here. What's an um, omnibus, Mopar? The, that's that that like isn't it a collection like a full season of comics in one. Oh that's yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're saying now. I remember. Butter, I Butter recall Clone seeing those, those on Butter Clone's bookshelf when we lived together for many of the years. Many of the ones. Brynn and Quinn. Um, How's it going? Welcome Bitch. to the chat. We're, we're talking about the turtles. The turtles. <laughs> Why'd you go, go. Sagarera? <laughs> turtles. You brought the turtles, turtles. here to kill me. <laughs> yeah. Are we not still um, reptiles? Are they reptiles? Amphibians. Uh, good question. Yeah, amphibians, right? They're like in the middle. They're air and yeah. water. Yeah, that's why uh, they live in the sewer. Is that correct? Right, like I, a frog. Yeah, they have to be amphibians. I yeah, assume. yeah, yeah. Turtles are born under the sand on the beach, and then they go into the ocean. They hang out. They can do either one. That's yep. why they're badasses. Yep. And and because of Jurassic Park, I know they can change sexes too. Oh yeah. That'd be a weird turn in the comics. The turtles all just turn into girls instead. They all they all just start growing tits. <laughs> <laughs> Donnie, what's going on, Donna? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> yep, that's yep. that's ridiculous. That, that that's is one of my. Uh, I love talking retro. Everybody knows that, but that's probably one of my earliest favorite things that have that. Uh, Holds up to this day. Oh yeah, I think the turtle story, even though like the old cartoons for how dumb they are, I mean they're they're pretty decent to watch. You know, yeah. I remember I had the one VHS of the pizza that attacked them. <laughs> that it was like the toppings were were radiated or something, and of like course. the sausages, the sausages like popped off their pizza and started attacking the, the city. It was funny. That was the plot of everything in like the late eighties, early nineties. Everything was just radiation. Oh, the turtles are radiation. Now they're superhero ninjas. Now this pizza's radiated. Now it's an enemy. The, no, the rat is radiated. And now it's a giant rat. But how are we going to explain it? Just say orange goo. Yeah. Okay. Goo. Or, or green. Or ooze. ooze. Yeah, secret of the ooze. Yeah. Ooze. ooze and then Nickelodeon ooze. had uh, ooze and gack and slime, or whatever you call it. That was just the thing to do in the 90s, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I do love some, uh, some, some turtles, for sure. What is your... So I was listening to Revenge of the 90s a couple months ago, and they did they reviewed the Turtles movie from 1990. And I was like, all right, now I need to watch this, and I need to order a pizza. So if you're thinking Turtles, what, what kind of pizza are you going for? Ooh, that's that's tough. It'd have to be extra cheese something somewhere. Um, you can do toppings, or you can also do, uh, like, pizza joint. Like, which, which chain would you order from? Oh, I'd do something very classic. It'd have to be just, like, pepperoni extra cheese from i don't know pizza hut maybe something yeah i'm not even a big fan of pizza hut, but it, it would just have to be something classic yep yep i went with pizza hut as well uh i did pepperoni sausage and mm-hmm. i th- i think on the vhs i had of turtles there was an ad for pizza hut before the movie started it was like a baseball team, and they, they got done with the game, and then they ordered Pizza Hut, and then the Turtles movie starts. So I probably have it connected in my head, like Pizza Hut and Turtles go hand in hand. Well, yeah. Yep, yep. That stuff's pretty old. That's, uh, you know, I know the comics are mid to early 80s, but the even the show uh, looks like October 1st, 1988. It, so it's as old as us. I was a month old, so that that time's right up. No wonder I love the turtles so much, and pizza. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. I have a lifelong yeah, the, uh, love of pizza because of that damn franchise. Yeah, I blame it too. Yeah. Um, episode six, the case of the killer pizzas. That's the one I had. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's the one I had. It's the only one that matters, really. Brandon wants to know: Does Make pineapple me. belong on pizza? Ooh, what do you think? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. A good yeah, fuck Hawaiian. everybody else. Yep. And the trick to the Hawaiian, they never like to add bacon for some reason, but you got to throw the bacon on there. Ham, pineapple, bacon, and I'll even go jalapeno every once in a while. See, uh, I always like the classic. Um, why are we talking about just only pizzas? What else are we going to talk um, about? Really? Uh, <laughs> Donato's. Love a Donato's. Because they throw that cinnamon has, on that bitch. They put cinnamon and roasted... Um, Almonds, yeah. sliced almonds, it's fucking slivered. Good, it's it's really fucking good. Invasion, okay. God, God it's, damn. So, yeah, yeah. Um, we've got some topics actually. Surprising for the first time ever, we've got topics to discuss. <laughs> we always have topics. We just don't get to them. That's right. And actually, uh, I have them listed on my phone, and I'm using my phone to record. So we're out of topics. So. <laughs> I have them on a note, which I can access from phone or computer. And I wrote down for today's topics, uh, there was a first look trailer, a little preview into The Mandalorian Season 2. And mm-hmm. then they also announced that uh, it is official. They are doing a Lego version of the holiday special. I actually wrote down Christmas <laughs> special. My bad. Holiday special. Uh, and that's coming out on Life Day in about a month. So we got those to dive into. No, that's that's a really good idea for oh, yeah. something that far out there. Just, yeah. that Legos, even if it's a bad Lego movie, it's still a good movie. Oh, yeah. They, they've always done well across across all platforms, all universes. They've always done very, very well. I love the Batman Lego movies. They're hilarious. I haven't seen they're those. So good. But yeah, I've heard they're good. I So I heard, well, we don't have to dive in if you have another topic that you would prefer to discuss previously. Previously on the episodes. Um, I finished episode one. Oh, the audio uh, Novel. Nice. On the audio books, yep. Um, so I can kind of walk <laughs> through that. My May Mulberry. Mutton, yeah. Mangus. <laughs> uh, it's... Pad Mangus. <sighs> We'll we'll get into that. All right. It's 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 good. Um, I did see right before I, I googled uh, Star Wars as I always do. Um, StarWars.com just posted uh, today. Uh, inside Star Wars, the High Republic meet the Padawans. Oh, so we've got uh, four characters that they uh, released kind of um, sketches of a little description background on. Um, nice. I'm, I'm pretty excited. So we can kind of we'll, we'll screen share this with everybody that's with us live. Uh, but we'll kind of walk through uh, the character design of them. It looks fun. It looks fun. That's what I'll say up front. So nice. Um, and then I do want to kind of bounce something off of you. Just, uh, well, I'll just ask it now, so you can kind of wrap your mind around it. Um, in your perfect Star Wars universe, where would we go from here? We're, we're after Episode Nine. I'm just saying it for future movies. Where would you like <clears throat> to see it go? Um, and we could tackle that now if you've got ideas, or we can. Yeah, we can let's hold let's up. fucking dive into that. Do you? Okay. Uh, are you saying movies? You saying like whole franchise? Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess you could do overview, but uh, I mean, the movies are are the franchise. Let's not dance around it. <sighs> 
Because right. I mean, we, so well, they've been pushing the boundaries with the the one off spinoffs and and that sort of thing, and it was fun. Yeah. Um, you know, I I, I listened to a, a quick little old video of ours, and we were discussing how Disney should not care about us, and yes. they should just make a good movie. Yes. But what, in your mind, should be on the docket for the next like five years? Call it. Uh, I got two. I got two things that are stirring my brain right now. One of them is something that we've complained about, but I'm going to bring it up anyways. And that's sticking in the timeline that we have. But I would be really, really interested to see a master Luke Skywalker and a young Ben Solo uh, in between episode six and episode seven. So there's a lot of time to play there. And I originally wouldn't say let's recast Luke Skywalker, but with how good Solo came out, I think you can do it right if you find the right person. So that would be super interesting. And obviously people, I mean, there's speculation or rumors that he could potentially pop up in Mando. Um, obviously Mando's going to be looking Anakin? for Jedi. Luke, not Anakin. Oh, I was, yeah, okay. Yep, <laughs> yep, go ahead. Sorry. I was so confused there for a second. Anakin's child. All of them. Um, so yeah, I mean, he could potentially get recast with a younger actor and pop up in Mando season two and that would bleed into a new set of movies. However... I don't Uh-oh. really need six hours of Luke Skywalker. So my original, yeah. my original idea and my true desire is to explore the Old Republic. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's a cop out. I don't blame you because I think everybody wants to see some sense of the Old Republic. Yeah. Um, and we don't have to redo Revan and we don't have to try to like convert KOTOR from movies. Mm-hmm. I just like that setting. It's like stuff that we're, for, it's the reason that we love KOTOR so much. It's like, the universe that we're familiar with, but in such a different way. There's thousands of Jedi. There's thousands of Sith. Yeah. There's thousands of Mandalorians. Um, it's, yeah, because you're talking about the, the only thing that carries over are like cultures. Mm-hmm. Like the Mandalorian culture is still there. Right. But individuals are, it's completely wiped. Right. And you could really, really push it as far as like settings, planets, different things. Like you could go far, far back enough and like we said, we could get interesting and have... Water on Tatooine or something weird, like, and it, you know, they can yeah. explain it over thousands of years as what happened, but um, yeah, a big old dust bowl, yeah. But, um, it, <clears throat> yeah, I think, uh, you know, when, when I was I was doing all my drivings, I finished up episode one today, so I was kind of just in that mindset of where to go f- next. And episode zero, I think it, you know, I think it, it well, it's yeah, that's a logical next step. But I'm not logical, so <laughs> uh, you know it does say something that I've tried maybe two or three novels in the sequel trilogy era. None of them stuck, and I immediately go back and I read. I blow through a Clone Wars novel. I'm I'm in the middle of the second one. I blow through a Labyrinth of Evil. I blow through Episode One, mm-hmm. and it's like what. Why? What? What know. is? The, what is the difference? Is it nostalgia? Is that the one thing I'm going back to? Is it the setting? Mm-hmm. Like I care more about the Republic. I, I want to know what happens while it's still somewhat at its peak or at its tipping point. Like it's there's a very there's a lot of stress in the, in the whole galaxy at that point. So it's it's a it's a cool cool era. But like I guess prequel trilogies is like pre tipping point. Original trilogy is like post tipping point, and then it's like 
the sequels is just like picking up the pieces, I feel like. Um, so I just feel like the sense of things, the pressure, the deceit, everything is it's at a higher higher point in the prequels. I don't know. I like it. The character developments, all the different types of characters, the Utapau, like you go into settings, there's so much fun stuff. And I think that's what's the, uh, wrapping it all back around. I think that's what they could do if they go back in time. Call it 2,000 years, hmm. create some new goddamn characters, throw, make a fucking, oh, 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 that's the name of the planet. <laughs> okay. Who gives a shit? <laughs> like, no one cares. You could you could do that and no one cares. Um, now, so a lot of people will care, but not us. Yeah, you know I. I'll agree. As much <clears throat> as I hate the era, there is one story that I still think needs to be told that isn't. And it's it's funny because everything's wrapped around him. It's Darth Vader. <laughs> we see we see Anakin Skywalker so much in the, in the prequels. Yeah. He's he's number one, and then we get to the original trilogy and. While he's one of the main characters, he's not on screen doing much. Right. Like, he's a pivotal character. Obviously, he's dad, you know. Yeah. But you don't see him. Like, there's there's that gap between three and four that everybody should fear this dude. And then we get to episode four, and there's, like, some fear. His own officers fear him. But outside of that, it's like, eh. Yeah. You know, even Leia talks shit straight to his face. Like, you're like, oh, God. (laughs) Like, what? You shouldn't be doing that, but she does. She's a I unique case, I guess. The other, the other, well, the other reason this, uh, this whole Vader story, it was sparked in my mind is I, I watched um, YouTubers react to the end scene in Fallen Order. I think I told you that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's so good. Like the reveal of Vader coming out, destroying the Inquisitor. Spoiler. Mm-hmm. Like the Inquisitor's the evil person the entire game, and you get to the end, and she's just slaughtered by the real enemy. Oh yeah, casually. And you're like, and you're like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. What happens in Rogue One? Eh, a bunch of stuff, and there's some characters. Then Vader shows up. Right. That's and that's all that anybody loop him cares back about. Up. Yeah, yeah. But it, like that, that book. Uh, that's what I'll say. I just want to see Vader hunting down Jedi. It's it's the, the they're already making comic series with that. Oh yeah, I just want to see it on screen. Comic series with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I just want to see it on screen. Well, now that you bring up Fallen Order, I mean, I could really, I could really see something. I could really see Fallen Order as a, like an era. Stretched out yep. over movies away from just the video games. The surviving Jedi era. Just like in the hiding. Ahsoka's, yeah. yeah. Ahsoka hiding. The Cal Kestises. Yep. Like not everybody dies. Yep. Yep. It could be it could be really fun. And there could be that essence of terror with Vader roaming the galaxy mm-hmm. and people slowly realizing who he really is. Like there's so there's such heavy themes to Vader. In between three and four. And there will be an interesting way for them to try to tie it together because you basically have a 20-year period. And at the end of it, it's still just Luke. Yoda's still in hiding. No one has found him. And Obi, no one has made contact with Obi-Wan, or at least he's decided to just stay on Tatooine and wait for Luke to you know, wake his ass up. So regardless of what happens in the era, it still relies on Luke Skywalker. So maybe... The Jedi try to rise back up and the Inquisitors squash them. Maybe they stay in hiding and they don't accomplish anything and they gradually fizzle out. Maybe Ahsoka is the only person left by the end of the, you know, 19-year stretch. They could go a lot of different directions with that. Yeah. It would be interesting if Ahsoka reached back out to Obi-Wan on Tatooine at some point. 
I would love that. And, and well, and somehow like made a difference. Like Obi-Wan was going to do something and Ahsoka's like, no, 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 master, you need to chill out, stay here with this kid. Right. Because he's, he's our last hope. Yeah, because you got to think, I mean, I don't know. If somebody made contact with Obi-Wan Kenobi, there has to be a really good reason for him to just stay on Tatooine and not do anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know the good reason. It's Luke. But like expanding on that, like if he realizes that there's a, a dozen Jedi in hiding that are still alive, how does he ignore them and stay you know, just waiting for Luke to clean his dusty britches off. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess next five years, what I'd like to see is them to build something early on. Yeah. Um, and keep adding. It doesn't, I don't want fan service stuff. Like if you're going to do original trilogy era, if you're going to do galactic empire era, create new storylines, you can have Vader in there, obviously. But well, honestly, you know what I want to see is a goddamn Vader movie where we're inside his head. He's struggling with his with the, the Emperor because there's there's a lot of tension there too. Um, which I, don't I actually think we're just get it, man. I don't think it's gonna happen. I, but like, you know how much money that would make. I know, you know how how it's that's fan service. That's that's pushing new boundaries. That's it getting inside of Anakin's head. That's all we want. That's all we've ever wanted. Hmm. I don't know. Just yeah. give me a Vader, Vader something. They've spent so much. I feel like the, well, excuse me, the, um, there's room in between movies and stories for filler material. And I feel like they've been doing Vader comics about him and his inner struggles and his personality for so long that there's no more room left in between those like niches yeah. for them to do a whole movie. They would have to rewrite everything. You know what I mean? I feel like they've, they spent, probably like three or four years of doing a Vader comic series where he gets it's, to yeah, go through all like, that. Why would you do that when you have the opportunity to just... They don't Vader's really, the though. easiest person to do. Just throw someone in a suit. Yeah, the voice is important, though. I mean, oh, we, it all, is. we heard the end of Rogue One, and it was like, it was almost there, but not really. You know, I'm not going to lie. I've I've heard other people voice him. And I mean, I'm sure not, they could find it's it. It's not different enough that it really hurt my feelings. <laughs> Let's just say it that way. Yeah, I mean, like, he's always an iconic voice. He's always different in the in the comics. Like in Rebels, it's a different voice actor. And yeah. in like Clone Wars at the very end when he shows up. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. But especially with yeah. the way that Clone Wars ended, I feel like, and the way that Fallen Order ended, I feel like there's material there for all of us prequel fans who are now 30 years old. To get tickled with new content, but it is still fresh. So, yeah, but I don't know. My heart just always goes back to the old Republic. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of opportunity out there. Fire up Kotor and get some vibro blades going on. How interested are you? Be honest. Are you actually in an Obi Wan series? Are you like 100% hyped? Is it? Yes. Sorry, I was going to ask you if that was happening, and I was then had to smack myself internally yeah i just don't know it's kind of what i was saying earlier about like what's he gonna do and what is he yeah. gonna fail at doing such that he goes back to tattooing and just waits well and that's kind of so you gotta have a story there's gotta be a problem a climax you know uh, a resolution at some so and you're like dude the dude's camping out in the sand like yeah. uh, you're gonna create a whole storyline? I don't know. Well, he's probably I don't has, know. He I probably just... has things to do. I mean, when Luke's a baby, he's not getting into anything. 
I mean, he's getting in, right. into things in like the the farm, and he's being a bastard. But like, he's not. He doesn't have to worry about protecting him when he's that young, because he he doesn't have any thoughts. He's not trying to escape. Whatever. He's not trying to go to the academy. So he probably has some room to, I don't know, leave Tatooine, explore, try to make contact with the uh, people that are in hiding. Well, you know, <clears throat> he's not directly protecting him. We're not going to sit here and act like he's got to go and physically protect this baby. Right. What he's doing is protecting the kid's identity. Yeah. And who knows? So that that might be a, a storyline that they can create that someone <clears throat> somehow finds out or realizes who this child is. And he's got and to Obi-Wan's, yeah. Obi-Wan's got to do something about it because it, if you, you can't have that news getting wide. Right. Going, getting wide. <laughs> <laughs> wide news. You can't have it getting wide. Oh, yeah. Can't have that wide news, boy. Um, no, I just... Yeah. It's I mean, the he's whole Han Solo distance. thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole Han Solo thing. I liked Solo. It's fun. Oh, yeah. But, it was great. But, but like... Let's kill him off to do a Han Solo movie. It's like, uh... Anything well, else? You have anything else? Like, I, I appreciate the movie, but that money could have been put towards an amazing film. I'm not going to sit here and act like Solo it was, was an a- amazing film. How dare you? Oh, my God. You're such a fan, bitch. What you, uh, get out of here. What are you talking about? Uh, I, I like the movie. It's really good. It's I, really good. I'm glad good. they made it. I'm, I'm glad they made it. And it pushed boundaries, and it was fun. But, yeah. again... Good. You need enough, to I've had enough it. of... Stop. Don't even. I've try. had enough of Solo, man. Just, don't even. Like if I, if, okay, if you're gonna choose between an Old Republic movie or doing Solo, it's gonna be Old Republic. Yeah, but make Solo two happen is what Real Farm Boy says, and <laughs> I agree with that shit. Solo two, Jabba, bounty hunters, Boba Fett, Tatooine, everybody. I'm in. Let's do it. No, I'm I'm down for it too. Any any. See, the issue now is they can do whatever the fuck they want. They own a franchise that's paid for itself. Yeah. So they can get very, very creative. They, they've got their money back. See, I wish uh, we talked about the burnout and should they copy the Marvel uh, trajectory. And I think, I, I think Solo and Rogue One work well because they're snuck in between a, a larger uh, trilogy of something. So like if we, if we don't come back until uh, December of 22 and we find out that they're going to do that same kind of sequence where it's, alternating years for a new trilogy and alternating years for like the spinoff movies. I think that makes sense. If they come back and like just do solo and then disappear for two years, like, yeah, that's a problem. Well, that's how I feel like they've, they've been doing. Let's do Rogue One, back off. Solo, back off. We'll do Obi-Wan series, back off. But that's every, like, it, that was happening every year for a while there. Yeah. Yeah. But Not to say it's, solo it's, can't stand on its own, but I'm saying like, it fits best. I think it fits best as a distraction from the main Star Wars thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's just a fine line. It's a fine line, guys. I liked Solo. I actually really liked Solo. It was a lot better than I expected. I'll say that. Oh, yeah. Um, It, it is lower on my li- list. I mean, it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to say. It's probably... We haven't ranked in a while. Yeah, it's hard. There's so many fucking movies. I'll rank them and then forget like three of the movies oh, in, yeah. in my rankings. Be like, oh, wait. Thanks, Disney. Episode four did happen. It used to be so easy. It was, yeah, it was just like five, one, four, six, three, two. And now I have mm-hmm. to be like five, eight, four, seven, Rogue, three, Solo, nine, eight, 11, Solo. Did I say Rogue One already? Rogue Kotor. Two. KOTOR. KOTOR. <laughs> Labyrinth of Evil, Robo Commando. Robo Commando. <laughs> Republic Commando, sorry. <laughs> Mumbling over here. 
Oh, man. I was listening to a, a Weird Al uh, album today. An album. Why oh. didn't he capitalize on that? Oh. Weird Al's the smartest human being of all time. It's he didn't make it an album. He didn't need to. He probably Weird has. album. Weird album. He probably has. Make it. Look it up. Sign it up. It's probably some random playlist on, on Spotify, though. <laughs> the Weird Album. Yeah. Um, Get it. It's uh, a pun. I think I'm a clone now. I think I'm a clone now. That had me thinking about clones. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. You don't say. <laughs> no, I, you know, it was funny because it just, it was so obvious. And I was like, oh, I haven't heard this song in a long time. Oh, it reminds me of the clones and cloners. And he said, I can stay home and send myself out for pizza at the same time and shit. I was like, this dude's fucking, it's it's hilarious. Cloners. He's so smart. It's one of those, it's one of those guys that he sh- I can't believe he got as popular as he did, and I can't believe he's still as good. Like, oh, yeah. His stuff's so ridiculous. I Zero percent. I would have never bought into a weird Al. Like, if he early on, oh, this is what he's going to do. We literally did people. buy into it early on. What are you talking about? I know, about? I know. But we I'm just saying like- in the grand scheme of things, I can't believe he's he got as popular as he did. That's what I'll say. I think he's amazing, but I, I'm surprised at his popularity and that he has continued to yeah. create just great, great stuff. I always appreciate when people are like, I'm doing this thing and I'm just going to keep doing this thing and I'm not, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to change it. You guys like me, you yeah. guys don't. Weird Al's one of those people. Um, yeah, I think he's, he's always- all, Yeah, unapologetically himself. Yeah. Like he's just creative. He's always made good music and funny parodies. There you yeah. go. This one's about cheese, okay? This one's about <laughs> Amish people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this one's about, these seven are about Michael Jackson. We're not about <laughs> Michael Jackson, but you know. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I, I was going through, you know, after uh, finishing up episode one, uh, I went to Weird Al, and then I went all the way back to Metallica, and I was listening to uh, what a great combo. Back to the Front. You will do what yep. I say when I say. Yeah. And uh, I was born for dying. Back to the clones. I was born for dying. Oh, yeah. Damn. I was like, oh, everything's about the clones right now. It is. <laughs> it's so good. Well. What's one of the best additions to Star Wars, if I can say so myself? It really did have me thinking. I like, love did the clones. The, let's just let's just say in Episode Four, Obi Wan never said Clone Wars. Let's just say he said the Republic Wars or something. Think of how different everything would have been. Yeah, because they the whole idea of cloning probably wouldn't have came up. It would have just been bad guys against good guys somehow, some way. I thought they. I thought the cloning's a very weird subject to put in, and also it's very difficult to do right. Wasn't his first idea to do like clones of Jedi versus clones of Sith? I think so. Someone can chime in on that. I don't know the history too well, but yeah, I think so. I mean, it is. He kind of roped himself into into that. If he was going to make the prequels, he has to include the Clone Wars somehow. Well, I think in his original, uh, and when we say him. George Lucas. Yes. Um, I think in some of his original ideas, he had stormtroopers, or actually just troopers, let's say, um, that had lightsabers. And I think they were clones. Hmm. But it was just kind of like a, a weapon at that point that, that right. like plugged into their backpack or whatever, and that's how it was like energized yeah. or whatever. You didn't have to be a Jedi to use it. Exactly. And then, yeah, I think it kind of trickled down and made it more of an elegant weapon. For a more civilized age. For a more hammered age. I uh, was watching 
so I've been painting my office. I tore everything down uh, and I'm painting it and kind of redoing it. So I'm actually at the house right now. But while I was painting, I've been watching Star Wars. Uh, and I was watching episode two. Okay. I know we really, really, really praised the prequels in the past couple of years. No. But because I was painting, <laughs> I wasn't watching it at all. And all I could hear was this dialogue. And it, I was just like, God, Anakin, what are you fucking creeper? What are you talking about? You're so beautiful. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Why not? This makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, I want to so. marry you. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen you in 10 years, but I love you. You know, <laughs> in my drive, I have a lot of time to think about stuff. And that's where I make connections between Metallica and clones. But um, <laughs> I clones. was thinking about that jump from episode one to episode two and how, I don't even know what the right word is, abrupt. Like yeah. you, you go from nine-year-old Anakin to, we're, we're assuming he hasn't seen Padme for, let's call it, eight years? Ten. How old is he supposed to? He's supposed to be 18 and or 19? 19, yeah, it's 10 years. I've thought Jesus. of her every day since we parted. What a freak what bastard. Yeah. That's, like, well, you mentioned last last week when we were talking about the novelization, it would be interesting if maybe he was like 13 or 15 or something when they find him, which would make way more sense. I mean, he's already over the age limit for training. Yeah, but at least if he was thirteen and interested in a girl, and then eventually falls in love with her, it wouldn't be so fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I mean, looking at the timeline, you got plenty of time. You could make it a five year jump between episode yeah. one and five instead. Yeah, yeah. It's just so weird. And the crazy thing is, and I'll get into more detail about the episode one novel, but it's so. I'm so happy they kept a lot of this shit out of the movie. <laughs> Look, the the novel's not that great, but I'll get I'll get into uh, a little more a little later. But uh, yeah, that that's a huge jump, and like Obi Wan completely changes characters. Yeah, between episode one and two, mm-hmm. the hairstyles are all over the place. Sorry, I had to um, kill fly. And then obviously the actor change with Anakin, which you didn't have any other option. Um, well, the hair change is important. It is. It shows There's his time, character Time growth. has gone by. Look how long his hair is now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they do that even within between seasons of shows. But that's, yeah. a, that's a big piece. Yeah. Uh, Same thing in the sequel show, even though it's only been three seconds since you last saw these characters. Kyle's got a whole new wardrobe. Ten, ten years, man. That's so fucked. I know. I know. That's so fucked. And, you know, it's the amount of obsession... That Anakin starts with right up front with with Padme is we've we talked about it a little bit last episode, but it's so forced. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Why do we like why do we like this shit? I don't know. It's I mean, so I bad. guess it does. It's like, um, oh, okay, so it just hit me. So Anakin has a nostalgia factor for Padme. That's oh yeah, it. yeah, yeah. That's it. Ten. That's that ten years ago. Everything. You were great. Yeah. <laughs> ten years well, ago, like, you were great. He doesn't understand anything. Well, he understands some things, but not enough about that when he's nine. And then Padme leaves, and he has just this like perfect image of what Padme was or Padme is supposed to be. And then he just yeah. thinks about that for ten years, and then he sees her, 
And then she's super hot still. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I've just been dreaming of this girl for, for a decade. Yep. Now I finally that's get why to he see has her to, That's why he's got to consult with uh, the Emperor, with, with Pal- Palpatine. Where can I learn about women? Not from a Jedi. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's true. They will not teach he, you the ways. They will not. You don't know where to go with it. <laughs> oh, man. It's bad. Yeah. You know, also, was, yeah. A, just a 10-year jump is a ridiculous amount of time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The opposite I'm problem trying of, to, like, the, I, um, of the sequel trilogy. Like, well, you guys went too far the other direction now. Well, why don't we we why don't we throw a movie in there where Anakin and Obi Wan are struggling? Uh, you know, they're very early on in their relationship. Let's call Anakin fifteen. Like you could do it, yeah, four years before Episode Two, and he could st- be a little stubborn asshole, and but he could start start learning because there's a I mean obviously there's a ton of growth. There's ten a decade of growth between one and one and two in in Anakin's character, but yeah. he goes from. Happy-go-lucky slave that's just good at like flying to a Jedi when he jumps on. This is gonna sound bad when he jumps on top of Padme and cuts those worms. Like, oh yeah, dude, that is an amazing elite yeah. move. Well, Obi Wan talks about how he's like, you know, Anakin's great and all, but his abilities have made him arrogant, and I don't know how to handle that. So like, I want to see those ten years where he's getting arrogant. Like, I want to yeah. see him just being pure Jedi. Because we see him when he's I, a slave, I, and then we see him when he's like on the verge of like getting cocky and getting seduced by Palpatine. But I want yeah. the gap in the middle where he can just be like pure light side. It's like in Kotor when you're when you guys just on the blue side, all blue foggy background, before you start stealing money from Duros. R- rural farm boy over here, he's saying, "Come on, Mopar, it's Palpatine, like T E E N." I know. Oh yeah. I'm making fun of the audiobook that uh the episode one audiobook, my guy. Yeah, you ducked he, out early dude, last week. The dude says palpatine the entire <laughs> fucking time. That's why I'm giving the book zero out of fourteen stars. I can't no one should listen to it. You can read it. Read it all you want. It's probably a great novel to read. Yes. But you know how to pronounce things. God. And and Mayberry Nayberry. Yeah. Padme and Mayberry and Palpatine. That's all I hear. Dude, when they were on Coruscant, I wanted to slip myself. Because <laughs> it was back and forth between May- Mayberry and Palpatine. I was like, I can't handle yeah, this. Yeah, that's why you got to read, man. I want to know more about Maz Meta. Oh, Maz is the be- best. Man. Because he's he's with Valorum. I didn't really think about that. He's like the... Uh... What do you call? I don't. I can't remember his title, but he's like he's the like the judicial secretary branch. of state kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's interesting that he's he's yeah for both of them, mm-hmm. but he's obviously very close to Palpatine. I'm for well, it's like him. he's on the uh, small council in Game of Thrones. Like the king changes, he picks a new king's hand, but some of the other people stay stay on board. Yeah, yeah, yep, 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 yep. Good, 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 good. Order, we shall have we order. Sh- also, he sounds a lot better in the movie. In the in the book, he's like, "Can we please have order?" <laughs> Quiet the fuck down, bitch. Hey. Ah, uh, yes, Grand Vizier is what a real farm boy coming in hot with the terminology. Grand Visor sounds like something something you <laughs> wear that, when you're that's golfing. Exactly what the audio book reader would say. Grand Visor. I think it's Grand Vizier. I think it's Vizier, actually, if I have to be uh, so, so, so particular. No. 
Yeah, a vizier is a high-ranking political advisor or minister. It actually comes from the Muslim political world. Interesting. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So advisor cool. to uh, the main muffa. Muffa. Which, which makes sense. Want to advise Palpatine on the on the ways of taking over the galaxy. Poor Valorum. You think Mas Ameda was planted there by Palpatine? That's what I'm asking. Like, I or did, did Palpatine I, like, like become chancellor and then seduce him to his ways gradually? I mean, either way, Palpatine had his hand in it for one way. Whether he knew it up beforehand or he's got his hands everywhere. Is it, he's got a lot of them. That's that's why he hires Grievous. I need more hands. Farm boy, I appreciate your assistance, man. Thank you for the uh, uh, grammar lessons. <laughs> the grammar lease. Uh, yeah. Vizier, yeah. yeah, you're right. All right. Well, we've never been known uh, for pronouncing things correctly. I just want to say, so we're, we're right on track. In fact, <laughs> Leviosa. Not Leviosa. Leviosa. Exactly. Um, let me share my screen. We're, let's get into the new Padawans that we're going to be looking at here. Yeah, let's do it. I'm uh, I need to give you I, access. I'm excited to be honest. If honestly, I'm excited. You excited to be honest? To be honest. you honestly excited? All right. So, uh, Star Wars shared nice. today. This is official. StarWars.com. Uh, inside Star Wars, the High Republic meet the Padawans. Uh, so we got a list of four Padawans. We got names and a little bit of background. Um, up front. Hell yeah. We can't read this whole article, my friend. Yeah, I mean, I read it, so I have a little bit of an idea here. Um, so the first one we come across is a Wookiee. That's all I need to know. I'm in. I'll buy, all the, I'll buy all the High Republic books. That's all I need to know. He, he's a badass-looking thing. Uh, uh, Buryaga. Buryaga is his name. Uh, look at his goddamn lightsaber. Mm-hmm. It's fucking epic. And it, it's it's like a great sword. Like it's, I was talking about. Yeah. It's a little less of what I wanted, but it's along those lines. It's probably the size of actual people because Wookiees are so tall. Well, and it does say in his little dossier up here that <laughs> Buryaga. Um, you sure it's not dossier? It's he's skilled with his two-handed lightsaber. Oh, so it's not. It's like a great sword. So it, it's a it's a big old. That's awesome. Sword. You think uh, not but, to divert your entire uh, process here, but. As you were talking about, what would your next movie professions be? Do you think if High Republic goes well, they'll expand it over into like film or series? Absolutely. Absolutely. And they set up here in the High Republic showcase here. What do we... Showcase a wide range of young people in the hopes that a reader can find someone they relate to. I don't know. I just saw the word showcase and I started reading. I mean, I feel like uh, publishing is a lower risk opportunity to introduce an entire new set of stories and characters. Like it, they, if it doesn't go well, it's, they don't lose uh, as much money as if they, you know, dropped 350 million on a film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it says right here, the story will uh, be explored through multiple voices, uh, span adult and young adult novels, children books, comics, and from a variety of publishers. So they're just going all in with this High Republic. It's basically in print, it sounds like at least, yeah, well, yeah, in print. 
And it sounds like they're just going all in. They're, they're just going to create a brand new era, which is exactly what we want. Let's throw new characters in there. Thank you. New style. Thank you. Um, yeah, and I mean, honestly, Buryaga looks fucking psychotically badass. I want yep. to know about Buryaga now. Um, yeah, he looks cool. And he's got like little braids in his beard. That's awesome. I'm sold. Yeah, I'm sold on yeah, too. Yeah, seen, seen a, a Padawan braid on a Wookiee. So interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and it did say... Let's do this. Um, he has... Effortless ability to sense emotions in others that sets him apart from other members in the order. So he can kind of just feel other people's feelings. I guess feel people's emotions. He can't um, talk so to he, them about it, but he can feel he it. Just, he's just a scrambling. <laughs> he's just a rambling. <laughs> uh, we got our standard white guy. <laughs> this is the next guy. Reese Silas. And I know that Silas is a name that I've heard before. Who's Does anyone else think that that should be backwards shouldn't it be like silas wreath or something silas is like an actual first name i feel like that should be reversed that is 100 percent one of the random names on kotor they're oh, like yeah. yeah just Customize. keep clicking through wreath silas done oh, as long as a they, mullet do you notice that they had the uh, random name generator on uh squadrons as well oh no i didn't see that yeah when you're creating your character you can randomly generate a, a name just like in kotor it's the one of the best parts yeah yeah <laughs> Um, Reese does seem kind of like a, your standard dude. Uh, his robes are, are kind of, I mean, just normal. His lightsaber looks kind of cool. He's, ha he's holding a, a green lightsaber, single-handed. Um, looks kind of cool on the hilt. I will say one thing that I'm really digging thus far is that there is some ornamentation to their robes. Mm -hmm. uh, like in the prequels and original, it's very much just, here's your tan tunic and here's your dark brown robe and that's it. This actually has like some icons on it a little bit of yeah. like trim looks like they got um some extra shit around their belt they got more of like a batman style belt well and I'll, I'll flash through these really quickly but one thing i am noticing is the different color belts maybe they're adding a little bit of martial arts yeah. aspects into the different colors of belts yeah or maybe um, it matches their class or something so like they got you know notice that they have a they are he all has matching, a blue right? belt and blue saber green belt green saber it would be cool if they did something along those lines that you were now, if they did like black belt and lightsaber f combat or something, if they, there was different insignias or something to badge them with. Or um, if they pulled over the um, Guardian, Sentinel, and Consular stuff from KOTOR would be cool. Yeah, why not? Why not? Or create new ones. Yet. Who gives a shit? Let's, yeah. let's, get, let's go for it. Because I, right. think, I think what they're going to be doing with all these different characters uh, and what I read through quickly in the, the dossiers up here... <clears throat> Um, that uh, all these people are going to be struggling with There's too different many new things. words on this episode. We can't handle it. <laughs> all, all of these, it, it sounds dumb for me to say out loud, but all of these characters are going to be struggling with different issues, which it seems like in the nine movies we've had, the one issue is parents, family, like no one. Yeah, that's the that's the only issue everybody's had. Issues don't turn to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's 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 yeah, it's a Don't weird it's a it's weird because it is a deep issue, but like that's the only issue anybody has. Ray, Luke, Leia, Anakin. I mean, you yeah. get into it, everybody's like, "Well, who am I?" Like some fucking Wolverine. Like, <laughs> where, where did, did I come, come from? from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why do I have blades in my hand? I don't where? understand it. <laughs> who did this? Um, yeah. So, moving right along. So we got two out of the three. Reese Silas was the last one. Uh, we got Lula 
Telesola? Telesola? Yeah. Tel- Telesola. Um, she looks pretty cool. I like the the light blue, the cyan lightsaber that she's got. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just a little little different. A little different. She doesn't have the full robes on. Um, she's in training right now. She had to ditch those. She's trying real hard. So I she's going like, to be the I mean, goody like- two-shoes. She's okay. going to be the Hermione. It sounds like she's she loves the <laughs> she's she loves the the order. She wants to be knighted immediately. She wants to do it all all nice. the right way. So she'll be the Hermione of the group. Meanwhile, Silas is uh, wreaking havoc, pissed. And then we've got Furball. <laughs> He's just talking to everybody about their feelings. He's the therapist of the group. So and then uh, last but not least, we got Bell Zedifar, um, who's oh. holding a single handed lightsaber, green, green lightsaber. I'm sorry. Um, I love his robes. Yeah, he looks fucking sweet. He's my favorite so far. Yeah, he he looks slick. Um, looks Only because he has a companion though. Who's his companion? Well, this is this is where I, I got excited. You know, this is all. Uh, first of all, we've said that the styling behind everybody looks cool. The, the yeah. unique lightsabers, the robes, and all it looks cool. But throwing in a goddamn Pokemon mm-hmm. takes it to a to, next takes it to the next level. Let me say something though. We've been so wrapped around droids as companions that the idea of having a pet that's very useful is such a cool idea for the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Um, and he even has a name. Dude. Uh, where did I see it? Yeah, I need to know about this, this savage here. A char hound named Ember. He's literally He literally has a Pokemon with him. I was going to say, yeah, that's uh, like ancient evolution of uh, Charizard. I don't even know what you would call. It's like a little mini horse rat with char with fangs. hound. Char hound. Uh, I'm gonna look that up. Has that been in anything else before? I can't. Well, I, I can't think it's imagine brand new. It's, yeah, it's got to be brand fucking new. I mean, I figured they would pull in. Like, I mean, you know, Star Wars. This one thing that you guys have to really understand, Disney, is just because you're creating a new era doesn't mean everything has to be brand new. It's okay if you bring in another creature that we've already seen. Um, no, I want yeah, it all brand new. I mean, <laughs> I've been balls deep in Game of Thrones. So, you know, the direwolves, that's one of my favorite parts about uh, Westeros and the Thrones universe. So the fact that we have a Jedi with like a companion animal is fucking awesome. Yeah. And I think it's almost like a, a, a great idea for just training a Padawan. Like take care of this thing. It's your responsibility. It'll it'll prepare you for later in life when it when and if you become a Jedi Knight or Master yeah. to train yeah. your own goddamn you know Padawan. So take right. care of the goddamn horse beast that you got. Mm-hmm. Feed it the worms that it needs. I love it. Yeah, and let's go at it. Yeah, as a dog owner, I relate to that. So he's my favorite. All right, Bell. Yeah, I'll I see think you. they're they're all fun. I think they they're they're all gonna have. Uh, we got our Hermione. We've got our standard just in case dude, and then we've got our. <laughs> <laughs> Just and we've got a Wookiee. Everybody yeah. wants to see a two-handed, single lightsaber, blasting away Wookiee free. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Can you imagine wow. him using force jump, jumping into battle with the with the lightsaber <laughs> overhead, doing oh, yeah. a roar? Slashing fucking tanks in half, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I need to see it. I wonder what their conflict's going to be, man. Well, they did. They kind of gave a little bit of backgrounds, like who their... Um, let me click back here. There's got to be like a little bit of Sith action happening, right? Because I know they're extinct or they think they're extinct, but I feel like they could bring up some rumblings or some mysteries of the Sith here. And then, you know, 400, 500 years later, to Yoda's knowledge, it would still be like the Sith are extinct. 
I'm okay with them not doing How that. Dare what if you answer me this though? Riddle I'll, me this. I'll, I'll answer you whatever you please. What if they don't do Sith? What if it is fallen Jedi? What if people do fall to the dark side, even outside of the Sith realm, mm-hmm. and they have to fight each other because you know? Oh, they definitely do. Yeah, be, because Bell gets pissed. Yeah, it's a good question. I guess if someone is a fallen Jedi and they're turning away from the um, the Jedi Order, wouldn't that be their first inclination is to like go research or go try to find teachings or holocrons about the Sith or Dark Jedi or something? Wouldn't that be cool that through the Jedi Order and these Padawans, they are actually learning more about the Sith by doing research, sending these people out like Bell Falls to the dark side or something like that. And they're like, well, what happened? We've got yeah. to figure it out because this hasn't happened in... Hundreds right. of years. Right. What did he come across? We need to kill it. We need to, you know, and it could be something simple like a holocron. Well, think of all that stuff that they dig up in the Dooku uh, book. There's got to be a reason. There could be a reason for the Jedi to lock all that stuff up in the restricted section and try to keep everyone uh, away from it. So, I don't know. I'm imagining ties everywhere. Yep. I'm just uh, hearing a, a, a light English accent that's condescending. Leviosa. It's. That holocron is not open. <laughs> yeah, Madness. I mean it's fun. I, I I am really excited. This is oh yeah going the right way. Mm-hmm. I think I think more recently, Disney has done much better in pushing us in the right way with the Mandalorian, um, with this High Republic stuff, with with Jedi Fallen Order. I think everything within the past like two three years now. I love nine. But that's kind of we're wrapping we're wrapping the old shit up. I, they had to do it. I'm, I'm fine with that. It was fun. Yep. yep. Um, but this we're finally gotten to that point where it's like you know what? It's wide fucking open. Let's let's do what we want. Yeah. So um, I just love people, the design. This the is the thing that people don't realize. Like I feel like when you're in, if you if you're someone that doesn't like the sequel trilogy, I feel like if you're a Star Wars fan, you hate the sequel trilogy. When that is the high point, or not the high point. When that is the uh, the focus of what Disney's putting out. I feel like it's hard to picture like where Star Wars is going to go because that's what's happening. It's all about those three movies. You don't like that. You don't like those characters. But give it time. You know, a couple years down the road, new series come out, new movies come out, High Republic comes out. There's a lot to love. So don't let one, don't let one movie or one set of movies like you know taint the whole franchise for you. I think we have a lot in store for Disney. I don't want to. It's a stupid argument telling people if they're a fan or not. That's dumb. But the fact that like people exist out there that would say the original trilogy is the only thing that's good is a ridiculous statement to me. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you are missing ninety percent of the content. Like how? And it's all built off the one thing that you love. Like the original trilogy is the beginning. That's like saying Middle Earth is only the Hobbit book and not Lord of the Rings. It's like, uh, excuse me. What? <laughs> You're missing uh, most of it. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I don't know. There are people out there that that, that are like that. Then that's fine. I just <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I, mean, I can't wrap my head around it. <laughs> I love the prequel memes subreddit, and I saw that there was a sequel meme subreddit, and oh, I Jesus. joined it with optimism. But it's not good memes. It's just everybody being mad at Ryan Johnson still. You know, so there is there is only left. there is an age age group that we we are in that can like that stuff. I feel like if you get too young, pe- kids just trash on stuff just to trash on stuff uh, because it's popular to trash on stuff. I think you get too old and it's original trilogy fans. Right. 
So there is that happy medium that I think we're open. We've been through the prequels. We've been through Jar Jar. Yeah. And the sequels it. are not bad. They're, they're I mean, seasoned. We, we welcome them with, with open arms. With arms, <laughs> arms, arms. <laughs> and then you get really, really young and those kids aren't even on social media, so they don't know better. So they're just enjoying it for what it is and they do enjoy it. Well, and, and yeah, then, maybe that was the first inkling. We, yeah. they, they saw episode seven. They're like, what? Is this all this? What is this? And you get really, really old, and then they can't even remember what's happening by the middle of the movie, so they like everything. It's all like it's brand new again. You get old enough, and they were in Star Wars a long time ago. Yeah, he was like, is this what we were doing back then? Is that I've, I had a laser sword just like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I had a laser sword just like that. Oh, man. Are you my grandson? Is this happening? <laughs> Sorry. Going down oh, the treacherous yeah. path. Uh, no, I'm I'm very excited, man. So I think they're, I think we were originally supposed to be getting that stuff right about now, but it was pushed back because of uh, COVID. Mm-mm. So I think they're shooting for January, right? Oh yeah, sorry, I was I didn't realize they pushed it back to January. I thought January was the original. So January 2021, we are not far from that. Um, it says arriving. It just says the story will be explored January okay. 2021. So I imagine maybe some young adult stuff. Um, it is nice that it does say uh, that it will span adult and young adult novels. Yeah. So and comics, uh, I'll yeah. be balls deep in the adult stuff because I just I want to, you know, Star Wars is about murdering children. So let's let's get to it. <laughs> that has and still is the best scene. So I don't know what anyone's talking about. Really? <laughs> I mean, why why are you watching Star Wars if you're not watching that on loop? How are you going to watch the original trilogy? Not a single child is cut in half. <laughs> We barely lose limbs. Like, we lose just a couple limbs. Like, this yeah, is one hand. Sad, really. Uh, all right, let's jump. Where have we gone? Let's jump. What does full. this turn into? We're going we're, we're to be dipping the, the, the nuts into uh, the novelization here. I finished it up. <laughs> I'm excited for what you have to say. Look, guys, if you didn't like episode one, it, it could get worse. I'm going to say that. <laughs> I hate that. The novels usually make it better. No, and I don't want to sh- absolutely shit on the novel. I'm just saying I'm you glad can, they it didn't. deserves it. I didn't. I, I, I'm glad they didn't put a lot of what was in a novel in, in this movie. And I think simply they had to take a lot of it out because it just doesn't work. Uh, well, I'm curious about, I know it released before the film, but I want you to elaborate on that because normally the novel is written once the movie is done. Or at yeah, least I mean, when the movie is like done enough that they've stopped cutting and changing things. And or what if some of that stuff in the book was in the movie and they cut it out before it got to theaters? Well, the small stuff like I like I talked about at last episode where they start with Anakin. Like it, when you're doing a movie that just doesn't work, you don't want to start with the character you you stumble across. Right. In a in a book form, it's nice to be like, oh, we're we'll start here, we'll go back and forth until they cross paths. Yeah, um, but I think in a movie form, yeah, you can't do that. Which it limits the character development, or you know, the Anakin's experiences and what he's been through while he's on Tatooine. You know, we see a little bit of it, whether he's getting yelled at by y- Watto, and you know, mm-hmm. but it's very surface level. Like, okay, he's a slave. Mm-hmm. Watto yells at him, but to be honest, it's it, it, Watto looks like just just like a boss of his like he is not he's not his owner it's he's literally just like clean up and then you go home do whatever fuck you want you're like okay woo yeah um yippee yippee but uh yeah they do add some scenes in the book that are nice but 
uh, they also add some stuff in there that's just it. It's bad. It's bad. A lot of Jar Jar stuff. A lot of conversations. You're like, dude, just stop. Just stop. Huh. It's 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 simply that. All right. Um, Let me hear about him. Jar Jar is too much. It's mostly just it's, Jar Jar it's, everywhere. It's, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Misa Yusa. It is. I'm gonna I'm gonna grade it first, and then and then I'll get into the reasons why. I think it, if we're gonna do our our beer review, is it's one out of three. Really? Um, Where would you put episode one as a film? Would you say probably like two out of three? Uh, yeah, I like the film. I the, I, I personally think the film's better. The film is better. Sorry. I thought I think it, it feels more thought out. I think it feels more complete. The book jumps around a little bit. It has dialogue in there that's useless. There's like small stuff that you, you get excited about, like post uh, celebration. Mm-hmm. Naboo, the the battle's over. There is a there's a like a small snippet of Palpatine standing on Coruscant, looking over the city, and he doesn't really even say anything. You're like, he he kind of stands up there. He's like, oh well, you know. Darth Maul found his demise, but you know I got my end result. I became Chancellor, mm-hmm. and that's all. You're like, well, yeah. Is there anything else you can give me? Like, what's <laughs> what's the plans? Did you did you? I mean, is Anakin? You know him? Do you know? Like, there's no connection. They they throw that stuff in there, and it's like that didn't add anything. Like, while I, while I like it, it doesn't. Uh, what? Stop it. Oh, that's annoying. Now I will admit the one thing that the 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 um, novelization. <laughs> it's all about Jar Jar, man. It made me appreciate Jar Jar's place in everything. Now, Jar Jar as a character, it made him look really bad. Um, just more incomplete. Like I said, his his the language aspect, the voice was all over the place. He was half Jamaican, half Asian. I mean, it was all over the place. And that was for all Gungans. It was Way all over the place. Well, that's the um, voice actor's fault. Yeah, but also, yeah. What if that's what George wanted because of his secret master plan that we may or may not completely ignore about Jar Jar being <laughs> the king of everything? It's like the king of everything. Like, because I mean, that's part of the thing is like when they're writing the novel, they're working with the director and like seeing what's going on with the the movie in order to kind of relate the two. So if he's getting notes from George, George is probably like. Oh yeah, everything's gonna stem from Jar Jar. He's actually the bad guy in three movies. <laughs> That's a crazy thought. You know, I, I just to wrap it back up. Like I said, I do appreciate his his position in the the, the story. Mm-hmm. Like it's funny that you know they stumble across him. Qui Gon, you see it in the movie. Yeah. You, you kind of stumble across this Gungan, this this local, but he's the only. Gungan that they could stumble across that could unite the the Naboo the Naboo and and the Gungans because if you stumbled across any other Gungan they're gonna hate the Naboo with a passion and they're not gonna want to deal with him at all because Jar Jar's been quarantined he he has to fend for himself he's on his own so he he's it's almost like yeah I am a Gungan I'm a part of that stuff but you know. It's not as important to me anymore, you know, and he's a yeah. simpleton, obviously. So it, yeah. he's like, he's the bridge of the entire N- Naboo culture, like be- bringing, bringing uh, the Nubians and, and uh, the Thedes 
<laughs> the Thedians. The Thedians. Uh, yeah, I just... Uh, it made me appreciate his... Uh, his character. Not his character. Fuck him. But... Uh, <laughs> what was uh, the intent of his character, maybe? I guess his relationship. with, Especially with, like, Padme. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're, they bridge a gap that I don't think any other Gungan could. I think there is animosity. There is stress there that I, I'm not sure any other Gungan would have bridged that gap. So it is... And the fact that they take him out of his element and he doesn't fuck up that bad. Like, they, they take him to fucking Tatooine. They take him to Coruscant. And he's he's like a... He's a part of a lot of it. Yeah. And, also, uh, and when I'm, it's all said and done, Padme adds him to... Padme brings him to Coruscant as part of the, one of the representatives for Naboo. Yeah. Someone can fact check me, but I think it was just the Nubians at first that were like in the Senate repping the planet of Naboo. And I think oh, yeah. because of that conflict, she brought she brought the Gungans into the fold there. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, she basically elevated them up to higher status. Yeah. Which is, yeah. I mean, that's... They, they play their part uh, and they do play a big part the the Gungan role in in the last battle is huge to pull all the all, half the army yeah. out of the out of the city. Jar Jar is the key to all of this. It really is. It's it's funny. <laughs> it's funny when he's not talking. It's funny <laughs> when he's not talking or doing anything, and he's just sitting there. It's funny. It's true. It's true. <laughs> um, they, uh, you know, the relationships uh, outside of that are very clunky. Obviously, Anakin, Padme, very, very clunky. Anakin, Obi Wan is a nightmare in episode in the in the book. Man, do they just hate each other the entire book? The Queen's wardrobe, maybe. He's a dickhead the whole book. Obi Wan completely. His character switches. Well, you see it in from episode one, episode two in the films. He's just a, a condescending dickhead in the first one. And then he's like, oh, oh, oh Anakin, you're so... Uh, you're like, dude, what the fuck just changed? His abilities have made him arrogant. <laughs> and I'm high as fuck. This <laughs> <laughs> force has got me fucked up. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, if I, if I had to give it out of like a 10 for a true movie rating, I'd probably give the book six, seven... No, um, that's way too high. From what you described to me, I thought you were going to say like four. Look, look, it does. It the issue is, it doesn't add enough like, to make there it even are, worth there, reading. Yeah. Well, well, it you have to be a prequel fan to start off. If you hate Jar Jar and you're not a prequel fan, do not read this book. Oh, it's yeah. so early on, and like we said, it was released before the launch of the movies, the relaunch. So, like. You got to take it with a grain of salt. Um, and there's a lot of stuff in there that just doesn't add up. There's a lot of stuff in there that there's obvious reasons they took it out of the movie or, or yeah. you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I just... Brendan thinks pre- the fact prequel, that you listened to it first it ruined it for you. Yeah, I mean, for, for if you're a prequel fan, I'd give it a, a six or a seven, yeah. But if you're not, it, I would I would pass this one. I would pass on it. Interesting. All right. Yeah, I don't think it adds enough. Um, one One thing that... I'm sure I realized, but when they're talking about training Anakin, I, I guess I didn't realize Yoda voted against it. Even after Qui-Gon dies, Yoda literally says in the book, he says, even though I'm not, long and short of it, even though I'm not okay with it, the council has approved you training him. 
And and it was like Obi Wan's like, wow, like I can't believe he's saying that and it's getting that personal. Usually he would just say yes or no, the council, but he's like, I'm not okay with it. I think the kid's a psychopath. Yeah, that's interesting too, because when they first bring Anakin in, everyone says no. Mm-hmm. So they must have had a revote or something. Is it? I don't well, know. Well, after Qui Gon dies, they they uh, level up Obi Wan. He becomes a knight um, in the, at the end of the book, and in doing so. Um, they they kind of reevaluate Anakin because of what he did with the droid ship above oh, Naboo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And they're like, this kid is really fucking crazy. And if he wasn't there, we'd all be dead. Because the Gungans were losing. The Gungans yeah. were losing out in the field. You know, everybody was fucked in in seed in the palace. Mm-hmm. Like even though Padme figured out a way to get Newt alone in in the throne room. Mm-hmm. There was destroyer droids right outside. Like, they were fucked. Right. So, w- yeah, if trapped. Anakin didn't do what he did, none of them would be there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think that was the, the the switching point for the council. But it is interesting that Obi-Wan, or I'm sorry, Yoda was the one to be like, look, I clicked no mm-hmm. and, and highlighted my answer. No, this is yep. this kid's not, not it. Um, which is also interesting because you look at who else is, shits on him the whole time. Mace. The number two right. guy. Right. So it's like your top two said no, but everybody else was like, yeah, he seems pretty cool. I don't know. He can fly a ship. That's democracy. A speeder. Well, he, it is a speeder. He's pretty smart, too. It's weird that they allow votes, though. Why doesn't the whole council vote to have girlfriends? <laughs> <laughs> like, if you could, could you just propose new amendments to the council code and just be like, can we all like get laid, please? I'm going to vote for that. Yeah. Yoda it's says like, no. It's like a sexual purge. They just like this week we can go crazy and then we go back to being Jedi after that. Just once yeah, a year. Like whatever the Amish thing is that they have to do. It's like now you go be a, uh, a vagrant and then if you yep. if you like that, you stay. And if you don't, you come back to the Amish way of life. Yeah. The Jedi are basically Amish without without horses and farms. Yeah, I don't know. It did seem like, uh, actually, let me see here. I mean, I know they use technology and everything, so maybe not technically, but close enough. Let me see if I can find this. Um, what I was thinking of is the uh, the idea of Amish. You said the <laughs> what did that make well you the think high of? the High Republic thing that we just went over the the new the four new characters. The, yeah. One of the backgrounds was something along the lines of like. And spreading the light to the new... Oh, right here. Where they work to keep the peace and spread the light. And that felt really religious. Oh, yeah. So they're talking about Bell, the one character that we liked. Well, not oh, the man. one character, but our favorite. So, uh, dude, if, they, if they're like forcing the Jedi's point of view onto other yeah, planets and species and, and cultures, yeah, there could obviously be a lot of stress. I think, um, you know, without the Sith... They're, they're stabbing themselves in their own back. They're shooting their, their own foot, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it could be good. It's fucked up. It's all fucked up. I'm excited, man. It's, it's, the doors are open. We, I haven't felt like the, the Disney doors have been open for a while. <laughs> Solo and Rogue One, they were fun. They were really fun. But I yeah. finally feel like after we got past episode nine, we can move on and do some crazy shit. The Mando right. was, was step one. We got Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, this High Republic stuff's fun. Uh, the, uh, the idea that they're going to do a Cassian Andor. They're doing a spinoff off of a fucking spinoff. This is right. so fun. And, and <laughs> you know, for a character that d- wasn't... It's perfect, though. It, 
You know, it's gonna be it's gonna sound funny, but he's he's like he's a deep character character on the surface. <laughs> like they don't they don't go into his background, but you can tell he has a lot of issues. Like he's a very right. deep character character. You can tell, but they don't yeah. t- ever talk about any of it. Yeah, I've been so doing this since chance. I was six years old. Dude, that's intense. If we get to see a young Cassian Andor and what the right. fucked up shit that he's been through. Right. Yeah, like flashbacks or something. Well, just like the the, the super battle droids in Mando. Droids with the Mando, yep, exactly. That was my That's favorite was part of, of the whole fucking thing, man. Well, we've also never had like a true a true show or movie with like the birth of the rebellion and how it grows from, you know, Mon Mothma and Bale and Padme in the Senate in episode three, all the way through, you know the Death Star attack when everything is actually like happening for the first time. So it'll be interesting to see that through his lens. You know, we're going to be on the ground with the rebellion for the first time, which is cool. Well, and it's really going to, I I hope that it makes hope. the rebellion look a little dirtier than it is. They're not, they have to be, I mean, they're ragtag. Yeah, they exactly. You know, they're, they have no money. They have to, you know, they've got to make do some tricks. They got to make it happen. And, uh, you know, information is key. <laughs> And they're gonna, they're they better murder some children over information. <laughs> they have to, like I said, if if it's not children murdering, then there's not even Star Wars. On Why? The I don't even, know what we're watching. Yeah, the if point. the if I don't have an evil pizza attacking me or children being cut, where's the radiation in Star Wars? Come on, that's how Jedi <laughs> get their power, right? Come on. I know we need some ooze in Ivan <laughs> yes. ooze. The, the force ooze. Yes. We should uh, make a meme with Ivan who's sitting in the Emperor's throne in episode nine. <laughs> <laughs> I have been in your head this whole time. Oh yeah. <laughs> so a good a good way to wrap all this up. Uh, if okay. you're still with us, thank yes. you, Jesus. I also um, think we. It's good that you're going to wrap it up because I think we save the Mando stuff for next episode, and that'll be like a preview, like right before the the season drops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right around the corner. I'm pretty excited. Um, I was thinking, based on episode one, the novelization, yeah. uh, the uh, like a quote reveal of a character. Now it wasn't the initial reveal of Darth Maul, but it got me thinking that that his reveal on the hangar bay on Naboo. When he whips out the double lightsaber and he finally ignites it, that's one of the coolest like reveals that I've I've seen in Star Wars. Um, there's two others outside of that one that are probably my top three. But if you want, I'll, I'll start naming those off, and then you can kind of think about what your favorite. It could just it like I said, it was he wasn't even revealed in that scene, but it was like the official "Hey, bitch, I'm here" scene. Yeah. So. Go ahead. Um, I like, one? I like Snoke in Last Jedi mm. when Kylo walks into the throne room. Okay, because obviously we have the oversized silhouette in Seven. Yeah, and even when he first pops up in Last Jedi, it's just his face as a giant hologram, and he smacks Hux on the floor. And then Kylo walks into the throne room, and then you get to see everything, all the red, and you get to see Snoke's tall, but he's just a dude, and he's on that throne. Yeah. Yeah, Snoke's a good one. I actually do, and I'll, I'll make a side note one. Um, just the, the the initial Kylo Ren in Episode Seven when he mar- marches off the fucking ship, mm. chokes and cuts people in half, and kills the old dude, and You're stops so right. the bolt, dude. Yeah. It's it's yeah. He is Satan walking Damn. into this little little village. It's really cool. But that actually didn't make my top three. Um, <laughs> so two of them, two of them, and I've already named the one. Uh, the other one is also Darth Maul. 
the Darth Maul reveal in Solo is one of the things that I was like, mm. that wasn't even on the docket. That wasn't an option. He was His name wasn't on the ballot, and I did not vote for him, but he's here, and I'm okay <laughs> with it, and I'm so excited because they wrapped, they wrapped such a hardcore... Oh, yeah. Um, so many things in just that one, like, 30, 60-second scene. Yeah. Yeah, they wrap a lot into how everything connects with one character, mm-hmm. and it was really fun. I mean, the idea that Han Solo was minutes away from, like, viewing a Darth Maul is a connection that doesn't work in my brain. Like, Han right. Solo is so hardcore original trilogy. Darth yeah. Maul's episode one, and that's it. Right. And you're like... Those characters should never cross paths, and they were so right. close. They almost did. In fact— And if we get a Solo 2 or 3, it could happen. I mean, he's leading the fucking crime gangs. Well, yeah. I mean, he was hitting on Kira, who's, uh, you know, yeah. Maul's new apprentice or number two. So Basically. It's, it's fucked. Kira is the Tarkin to Maul's Vader. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, that, that reveal, I was like— Fuck! This is awesome. This is awesome. I still, I'll never forget that story. We were getting ready in uh, <laughs> in the theater, and Ren was just talking mad shit. He's like, "Oh yeah, spoiler, spoiler alert! I heard is Darth Maul is going to be showing up." And we're like, "Oh, that's fucking hilarious!" And then he actually happens. So we're and he was like, "I didn't know that. I was fucking with you." We're like, He's "Oh like, my I, god, what? I didn't, I didn't know." <laughs> of all characters to come back, that one was one of the least likely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Pretty cool. All right, what's your number third then? Uh, my number third, number uh, third. Is, is actually in episode nine when we first see clone Palpy. Mm. Right at the beginning, it gives me goosebumps thinking about it. Like you oh, hear yeah. him taunting Everything. Kylo on the way through Exegol under the fucking floating cube and all that shit. And then you finally see his face and he's rotting and I'm like... <gasps> Like, the idea is not as great as, like, the idea of a clone dying Palpy is like, yeah, but the way they visually put him there and how he's taunting Kylo and everything's coming together and the Sith and all the experiments and you see the the dead Snokes, the failed Snokes, everything's right there and then it turns and there's lightning and the sound. That's where that's probably, it might be my number one. It really might be because it was just like, that's. We finally got a scary, a sc- actually scary demon dude, zombie, mm-hmm. clone, like every every adjective you could put in there. It's zombie <laughs> dying at clone evil dev- devil dude. <laughs> it's everything, man. Do you see how excited I, I got about it? That's why I know, he's, I'm he's probably number one. I'm, Episode yeah. nine, baby. Episode nine. Might have That's to watch shit. that. That's got to be on the docket here soon. I will agree with you about Kylo busting out of that ship in episode seven. <laughs> so good. Slaughtering everything before you realize that he's got beautiful hair and he's hurt inside. Before you realize <laughs> that Pantene is holding holding everything exactly, together. Exactly, yes. Um, shit, I don't know. I'm on the spot with picking a third one. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other things. Like Grievous is fun, but it's not like a crazy thing. He's coughing. What, what's what's whoa, fun about whoa, that? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I forgot about probably the best thing that's ever been. Um, the first time we see suited Vader in three is is pretty pretty fucking cool, man. Oh, on the table, yeah. But he ruins it by screaming no. 
Yeah, but the the initial where he gets up and he start moves just a little bit and you hear him breathe for the first time. Yeah, that that was a that was just a beautiful scene. But yeah, the no is, is I like is that. Nice, yeah, so uh, I like when Obi Wan sees all the clones for the first time on Kamino. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So I guess if you consider all the clones as one character, which they kind of are. Yeah, that's always fun. I don't know. Yeah, I, it's just cinematography's gotten so much better because I we didn't name one thing in the original trilogy. Just remember that. There's fuck fuck the original trilogy. Like what? It, oh yeah, when I, Wick, get, when I Wicked, get goosebumps when we wh- find out that the cave is actually a worm. When when <laughs> Wicket puts on the hat and he's just amazed. Yep. No. Yep. I almost actually, it's funny that you said that. I was thinking about when you were talking about Palpatine. I was thinking about when his shuttle lands at the beginning of six, and he he creeps out with his cane and talks to Vader for the first time. Because other than that transmission, yeah. that's the first time we see the Emperor. No, that's so, a good point. It, yeah, I, I do like that. No, it's a valid point. Valid point. I, I, like, I like the yeah. I was trying to think about uh, when Luke finally confronts Vader in five on Bespin. How Vader's standing there like just a fucking devil statue. And when Vader ignites his lightsaber, you're like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Yeah. That's one of my favorite ignitions of a lightsaber. Next to Malak. When Malak yeah. taunts you. Or when... I think it's when Malak uh, was taunting <laughs> Bastila. He freezes your team and Bastila goes after him. Yes. And he like waves forward or something. And then it's just a slow ignition. It's like a fucking taunt. Oh, yeah. Everything Malik does is great, except for his name. Except for a Swiss, Swiss guard, a Swiss one. Yeah, Alex Swiss guarders. <laughs> yeah, if, if you guys haven't uh, listened to our last episode, just Google Malik's last name from KOTOR. I guarantee you, yeah. you'll be out. Malik's original name or whatever. You're yeah. going to laugh and cry all at the same time. All at the same time. Guarantee. you're going to come back and delete this podcast. <laughs> and then I you're told gonna... you that. <laughs> Please don't. A rated zero out of five stars. This podcast taught me their true last name of Malik. This this sucks. Ruin Star Wars. It does ruin Star Wars for you. If yeah. you think about it. Yeah. And then if you guys are, are uh, big fans of the show, we'd love to hear from you. Um, and you know what? Email us. Zoom us. Yell at us. Yeah. What what your favorite uh, reveal is. It could... Fuck it. Let's, yes. let's do outside of uh, the movies if you want them to. You know, yeah. Leave a comment reveal, on this web zone. What is your favorite reveal of a Star Wars character? The reveal of Vader in Jedi Fallen Order. Jedi, or Fallen yeah, there Order. you go, Brennan. Yeah. That, that counts. It's fucking crazy, man. I actually, that one, that was a good one for me because I didn't see whatever those ads were that had Vader yeah. in it before I played it. So I lucked out and I still got surprised. Yeah. So Yeah, it's so cool because she just freezes. Like you beat her. And then she's like, I had so much hate for you. And then she just freezes and looks like she's half choking. And then you just hear him breathing. So and he, and he appears above every, above you and fall, jumps down. You're like, <laughs> see, I, I watched that scene. Well, I watched, I watched others watch that scene. I was watching reaction videos. But it's cool, the cinematography that they did. Because when he jumps down behind her, Seer and uh, Cal jump back and ignite their lightsabers out of just pure fear. Yeah, and it's like their reaction alone is just legitimizing this devil that just showed up, and you're like, literally, yeah, yeah. They're like, you thought you thought this girl was the real issue. We're all fucked now, <laughs> right? You have no chance. Get out. And of I'm here. glad you don't have a chance. Spoiler alert: You're just surviving. Yes. You do not yes. get the fuck out. Run. All right, guys. Uh, reach out to us. Yell at us. Rate, review. Do all the things. Meme our faces. <laughs> That's been the most fun lately. 
Whatever's most convenient for you. We haven't got a drunken email in a long time. So just I know. <laughs> drink seven beers and email us. RogueSquadronPodcast at gmail.com. Have some breakfast. We love you. Good day, Galaxy. We have it. Ooh.